Hey everyone, and welcome to You and Everyone Else, a podcast about all things relationships. I'm Alex Stewart. And I'm Haley Bachman. And we are so happy that you're here. This was a kind of a surprise recording episode. This was a, very much a surprise recording episode because we've had a surprise things going on in the world. Yeah, so... Uh, what happens usually is I will drink a lot of caffeine and just get a bunch of ideas, and then when Haley comes home, I'll be like, Haley, what about this? What about this? And she's, like, kind of bouncing off the wall, and her eye is twitching, and I'm just like, you okay? (laughs) So I came home today, and I had the idea to put together a, like, um, I guess a coronavirus-inspired episode. Inspired. Um, definitely not, you know, centered around the virus itself. No, no. We're not health experts. No, we're not health experts. <laughs> At all. At all. Um, and so we were thinking about long distance relationships and because our podcast is centered around relationships of all kind, I think um, we really wanted to have an episode to talk about long distance relationships and friendships and how you maintain these things and like what resources or ideas there are available to have these things. And I thought there was no better person to talk about this with than my best friend, Haley Bachman, because in my experience, I feel like you've been very, like, well-versed when it comes to long-distance relationships. Um, So you have, like, a friend in Spain, a friend in Cambodia, and then you've had, like, long-distance relationships before, Um, whereas I don't necessarily feel as well-versed. I feel like most of my people have been pretty central, and then Mm -hmm. I fled to Florida. You fled. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I really wanted to kind of almost like interview you, I guess, in a way about like That's long distance like. relationships. Yes. Um, so can you talk to me a little bit about like your experience and kind of share with the listeners about your kind of background with this? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, first of all, I've moved like a ton growing oh, up. God. Yeah. Um, so my dad is in law enforcement for 35 years. And so we moved a lot and just from by the time I was 18 I mean I think we lived in like 12 different houses and some of that I mean we lived in a hotel we lived in an extended stay we lived in my grandparents house we lived in a friend's house we lived in just because houses were being built in the midst and every time we moved it just seemed like there was a transition period and so um I was always in different schools and all of this my parents were awesome and very steady in a lot of ways in all of that but it meant that I was constantly changing friends and trying to keep up with those friendships. Um, and I'd say successfully I did for a long time, but now it's just like, okay, I'm 25. I lived in Tampa when I was <laughs> three to seven, and I'm obviously not going to keep up. But um, I do still have one friend from there, which is fun. But, oh, wow. um, so I just say that that really kind of started that. And since then, um, I've since both moved um, to South Florida. And honestly, since I've been here, my friends have just started to gradually leave. I hate it. Um, but they did. They all started to leave. So, like, my first friend to move um, was my friend Pam. And she lives in um, the Cayman Islands. And she got married. And now that's where she lives full time with her husband. Um, and so that was, like, oh, such a bummer. And then um, I had two really good friends named Jillian and Claudia. Um that were here with me and they both moved one went to Spain one went to Cambodia um and my family lives four and a half hours away Alex you do this though I mean your family does not live here that's true yeah so my family lives four and a half hours away so I've lived away from my family for four and a half hours distance for almost seven years in August and so I've really had to try to master what it means to 
keep long distance relationships. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, I've also dated um, a couple of people seriously here and there. And um, I had I've had two long distance relationships in the midst of living down in South Florida. Um, one that was four and a half and what hours away, and one that was three hours away. Um, both of those for multiple or at least over a year. Or so yes, there's just like <laughs> it seems like. I first of all I'm very busy as is and then I like mm-hmm. to make it worse on myself and be like oh I'm gonna try to keep up with everybody everywhere Are you and Enneagram type 2? I'm an Enneagram type 2 for <laughs> sure for sure um so it's just so yeah I guess that's my experience with it um it seems like a lot I don't know why I do it but I'm also I really like to stay connected I'm very much a people person um but I don't like to lose relationships. I don't know what that means exactly for me in general, but I really don't like to lose friendships or lose relationships, and so I try to hold on as much as I can. And plus, I if I let people into that really, really inner circle, I like to keep them there. Mm-hmm. So um, I will do whatever. So Yeah. So in thinking about I'll, – I'll talk about romantic relationships first. Mm-hmm. Um, so in thinking about, like, your relationships that were long distance – how did you all make those work? Did you have to get creative? Like, what kind of resources or things did you use? Or is it just, like, Skype and phone calls all the time? It was Skype and phone calls all the time. I'll do my most um, – I'll do the more recent long-distance relationship because that one was uh, a very healthy long-distance relationship, I'd say, um, in most ways. I mean, I'm not dating the person, so I don't know how healthy <laughs> it was. But um, at the time, it was. And so I'd say that the way – yes, you do have to get creative. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Um, it was a lot of phone calls, a lot of FaceTime, um, and that was just the easiest. But um, as far as trying to keep up with each other, because you're not in that person's everyday life. Right. And that's almost arguably what makes being with your person so special um, is you get to share life with each other. Um, and when you're in two different cities, you don't really get to do that. You have two separate friend groups. Uh, you literally physically live in different cities. Your everyday schedules look different. And so, and at the end of the day, you can't be like, oh, I'm so excited to go see this person. Right. You don't go see that person. So um, ways I got creative, uh, when I was on my way to visit this person, I would listen to podcasts. This is when I started getting really, really heavy into like NPR <laughs> podcasts. And so my two favorite podcasts, which now I guess is my time to plug them, is Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me and TED Radio Hour. And the I literally found out because I started dating this person that I love these podcasts. And so um, I would listen to an episode. If I found it really incredibly interesting, I would text it to that person and I'd say, hey, I'm listening to this on my way. You should listen to this before I get there. And then we go to dinner, we talk about it. And that almost kind of like brought that person into my world yeah. and I was in their world when we didn't share a life at the time. Um, and so that's one creative way. Um, another one is sending emails. This is kind of dumb because <laughs> why would you email when you could text? But it's so fun to get a random email in the middle of your workday from your person. because um, yeah, mostly it's like, oh, surprise, Forever 21 has a sale. Or yeah. like, this is <laughs> yes. your boss talking you about work You get 20% stuff. off at Applebee's. When did I subscribe to Applebee's? <laughs> like, you're confused. But, yes, so it's kind of nice if in the middle of the day um, you get an email from your person. And it's just another form of communication and... Sometimes I would even, like, Google chat. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so stupid. But, like, you just do it. Um, and so I think I think that was really, really fun. Um, another creative way that's totally not creative, people do this all the time, watch TV shows together. Yeah. Like, because you can't watch a TV show together technically. And when 
you're with a person like Alex and I will be like, oh, we're watching the second season of You <laughs> right now. Um, and we come home and we only watch it with each other. And yeah. it would be a crime if you watched it with someone else. But with a long di- in a long-distance relationship, you should establish, hey, let's watch this TV show. Mm-hmm. Let's both watch it tonight and we can talk about it tomorrow or um, something like that. Um, so I think that that was definitely really good. Also something, if you're within drivable distance, it's really fun to meet up halfway and find a random city. That was so much fun. That was yeah. one of my favorite things to do is find – so I would find, like, a random city. A random halfway point was Flagler Beach. And so I would – we literally just went there for dinner one night. And it was, like, an hour and a half for that person, an hour and a half for me. And uh, it was kind of annoying just to drive an hour and a half and only do, like, a four-and-a-half-hour date. But it was just totally worth yeah. it because you wanted to see that person. Um, so – and it's fun because you're in a new city together. It's a change of pace. Yeah. Change of pace. Um, So definitely some random things that you can most certainly do that I really have found super useful. Yeah. So what were some of the hardest parts about doing long distance? (sighs) So many things. Sorry, I got too deep on (laughs) question number two. (laughs) I didn't mean it. Question number two, just (laughs) right in. Um, You should know this about me. I I know. I want to get deep today. To get deep right now. Yeah. Um, I'd say... Because you don't see that person very often, it's very easy to, like, get caught up in your head. Mm. Yeah. Because you don't have, like, the reality of, like, I see this person. I know they feel this way about me. I see this person. They're not mad at me. I see this person. We're having fun. Like, yeah. whatever. Fill in the blank. It's, were well, they mad at me? They haven't texted me all day. Well, maybe they just have been working because that's what people do throughout the day. You know, right. it's, like, really random. But, I mean, and that can happen in an in-town relationship as well. But long distance, it's just a lot more complicated because you don't see each other at the end of the day to talk about it in person. And if you can't, let's say you don't have time for a FaceTime call, I can't read the facial expressions. We can't hug and make up. We can't yeah. whatever. Um, so I think that part is really, really frustrating. Um, it's also frustrating just – my, my sister has struggled with this. She's been long distance with her boyfriend. She was long distance with him for five years, which is That's wild amazing. to me. Um, and they've done it, and they've gotten very creative. But um, one of the things that is really frustrating is they just want – you just want to be with the person. Yeah. That's it. Like, as much as you FaceTime or chat or call or send emails or whatever – um, nothing is like just being with the person and especially if you know you want to spend the rest of your life with that person maybe um, it's just like well I want this to start right now yeah like there's no reason for this not to start right now so um, I definitely think that that's the hardest part also your schedule's not lining up I'll talk yeah. about this with my friends more so but I mean we live in the same house and our until this virus our schedules did not yeah well, I'm really grateful for the virus for that reason I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you it slowed my schedule down big time so I'm really thankful. Um, but it also, uh, yeah, now we're, like, on the same schedule. Yeah. And we live in the same house, and it's hard to keep the same schedule. Yeah. Um, and so I think that is really, really complicated of, like, oh, I'm going out with my friends tonight. And it's like, well, I wanted to talk on the phone with you tonight. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I wanted to talk last night, but you were out with your friends. And so yeah. that can get really complicated really fast. Um, so it's almost like you have to conjoin your life with someone else's who has a totally different schedule in a totally different city. Mm. It's pretty challenging. Yeah. So in thinking about our friends who are maybe practicing social distancing or maybe they're quarantined, um, either because they have to or because they, you know, they're, they're making that decision um, based on their, their travel, um, what advice or kind of 
ideas can we share with them on ways to still connect with and this doesn't necessarily have to be their significant other mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. A romantic partner or whatever uh just in the grand scheme of things what are ways that our quarantined or socially distanced friends can can maintain those friendships while you know not physically being in yeah, the same right. room you know six feet apart we six need to feet be. apart yeah we are not six feet apart right now um so let's see I definitely I'm thinking of all my long distance friendships right now and how I keep them up um one of my best friends lives in Cambodia and the way we keep in touch is we will send each other like so we listen to like different sermons or we'll listen to podcasts or music and um we will constantly send each other that stuff and sometimes not even hold a conversation about it just send it back and forth and we'll try to listen to it on our spare time mm-hmm. and then when we can talk we'll talk about it so once again kind of like bringing somebody into your world and doing things that they can be a part of it's almost like hanging out in yeah. person um so you can do that during social distancing for sure um another one this is really fun alex and i have a playlist that we share it's our <laughs> at home jams alex made it to where it, i don't know if it still does this but if we say okay google um yes if we tell her to play at home jams she'll play it yeah but what did you say you know what to do like when you walk in the oh, house yeah. <laughs> and she'll play it i love that anyway not the point um i have a friend in chicago and we made a playlist um that's called like pure emo music or something (laughs) and we both went through emo stages which honestly if you see me or anything you might not believe but I did go through one that was pretty heavy um we both went through emo stages in middle school and high school and so we thought it would be fun to create like a playlist of literally all the music that has changed our lives through emo music and she lives in Chicago and that is just like one way that we keep up or she'll just send me a playlist she made and she's like yo I made this fire playlist and then that's it like, and then we won't talk. But then when we talk in person, it almost feels like, you know how lyrics are just about your life? It feels mm-hmm. like I know what's going on in your life yeah. because she made this playlist. Um, so I think that's one, something you can do that's really creative. So um, kind of finding, like, a bridge between the two of you that connects, like, you know, w- what you love. Yes, what you love. What was the thing? I really liked what you just told me. We were, we were talking about some of the things people have done, and one of them was sharing your screen. Yeah, so I was looking up some resources because, I, again, I feel like I'm, I guess it's weird. I just, I don't think of my family as being far away, but I live in Florida. Your family my family is very far in away. Ohio. Um, but I, I, I guess I don't think of it as, you know, long distance relationships because it's my mom and my dad and my stepmom. Mm-hmm. And for those, to me, it doesn't feel like, I don't know, it feels like those are a given, you know, like they're not going to leave my life. Uh, so I was doing some research and someone had this super creative idea. I'll have to find like where I, I initially found this from, but they had this idea of doing online shopping together. So you share your screen either through like zoom or Skype or whatever. And you go on like, you know, forever 21 and then you talk about the outfits or like maybe you buy something or maybe it's just window shopping and you're just there to look at the crazy outfits. Um, and if you're like a thrift shopper, you can go to like thread up, like there are so many, Uh, really cool resources out there and I was like that is so fun because one of the the ways that Jake one of my very good friends in California and I connected was through shopping in person so like because I didn't have a car in California Mm -hmm. Jake would like drive me to TJ Maxx and we would make fun of the insane clothes that they sometimes have there (laughs) and so it'd be really cool to like get on Skype and like kind of recreate that that's really fun I like that I like that a lot actually something creative that her and Jake have also done 
Um, I do have long distance re- relationships. You do Oops. have long distance relationships. <laughs> Poor Jake. Okay. I'm sorry, Jake. So, um, what is a really good one that you? Oh, um, what I was just about to say. You have on our. So when we walk in our house, mm-hmm. our like screen rotates pictures of Sammy, of Sammy, which is Jake's dog. Jake's dog. And anytime he, like, a new picture comes up, like, oh, that's a new one. Haven't seen that one. But, like, he's adding it to an album that is, like, constantly rotating on our um, on our screen for our TV. And that is such a cool idea to me that if I, maybe, maybe grandparents and want to do this with, yeah. I don't know, like, parents and stuff want to do this for their grandkids or I don't know, whatever. I just think that would be so cute to constantly see new pictures of family members or friends on your screen. It's I like, oh, that. I missed that family member. Oh, that's a new one. I guess they went to the zoo this weekend. Like, something um, kind of cute. That's a interesting way to keep up with somebody. I really like that. Yeah, plus we get to see Sammy's cute little face. He's got the He's best just ears. a great dog. They're just straight up. <laughs> I love him. Um, yeah. Something else that I know we keep talking about fun little things. Mm-hmm. Alex gave me this really cool Christmas gift um, that has 365 letters in it. And it will say something like, um, today I was thinking of the memory when. Oh. Or I miss you today because. Or um, you're really special because, etc. And it's like a prompt on each letter. Um, and there's 365, so you can send them out. And I actually, I love that Alex gave this to me because I have a good friend who did this um, for Lent, which is like a tradition, um, or this time of year, actually, um, for those who are preparing for Easter and if you're Catholic, and they do something. Normally, people give something up for 40 days. Mm-hmm. And I had a good friend who did something for 40 days where she wrote a letter to somebody she cared about oh. for all 40 days, which is just so cool. Um, and so when you gave this to me, I was super pumped about it. I was like, yes, I get to do that too. So I've probably sent like 10 out at this point, but it's been really fun just to write a random letter. And it's very, one, very therapeutic for me to think about all the sweet memories I have with people I love or making someone else feel special for a moment. Yeah. Like I love if I randomly got a letter in the mail and it was just to thank me for being me. Yeah. Like, how nice is that? Um, and that's something you can do right now. Um, and maybe you can't send these out. I don't know how the mail service is working right now. I think it's it's working fine. Is it going? I'll call my dad. He knows. He knows. He works. My dad. What we dad is a mailman now. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, yes, he'd know. Um, so... I just think that's a really cool idea. And even if you're not, maybe you write them out and then you send them all after. Yeah. Like, Ooh. what a cool way to just, like, be like, yay, it's done. <laughs> I love that. Like a celebration after yes, the quarantine. Yeah, it's a celebration. I love that. So is something else that kind of came up today, I was I was on Twitter looking at, <clears throat> excuse me, one of my favorite people on the planet, she literally doesn't know I exist because she's, like, an actual low-key famous person, <laughs> um, but her name is Kate Leth. She is a an artist. <clears throat> I found her on Twitter, and she's super, super funny. Um, but she put out the call earlier, I think it was earlier today, for, like, cute, distracting things that she can do while she's self-quarantining. Because mm. uh, she's, I think she lives in, I don't know, L.A., California, somewhere. And she wanted, like, cute things she could see and, and interact with while she was still at home. And someone put in this thing... Apparently in their local area, they do this thing called a pub choir where like they'll literally just go to a pub, teach a bunch of people a song, and then they all sing it together. I love that. And so because we can't do that because of social distancing, (laughs) please don't do that. Um, (laughs) They changed it to a couch choir. 
And so what they're doing tomorrow, uh, March 7th, well, I guess it, it'll be yesterday for when this is released, oh, so yeah, I apologize. Uh, but on, on March 17th on Facebook, they've created a group where they're going to post videos of them teaching people the harmonies to these songs. You pick one of the three videos, sing along and record yourself, send it to them, and then they create this huge recording of everyone um, like singing together across, like I would assume, the world, yeah. but maybe just the nation. Um, so it's this amazing, cool. amazing idea taking like this horrible, not great pandemic um, and kind of making something out of it. I think it's very easy to get discouraged um, because we don't have a lot of social contact with people right now. Like even going into my work, it was like empty. Zero students came in wow. today. Um, and so it is really cool that people are taking these things that they would normally love and do and bringing the rest of the world into it. Yeah, people um, are getting so creative yeah like I know I I absolutely understand just like the devastation that this is and for the economy and for families and mm. uh, people taking off work like I absolutely understand that this is absolutely devastating uh, but in some sense as we've been on social media I have seen people get so creative yeah and it's really cool um and I'm sure introverts are just rejoicing. Um, and that is fine. Honestly, yeah. I'm super pumped about it. I'm an extrovert and I'm really pumped about it. Because yeah. everybody's just like talking to each other on the internet. And I'm like, oh, That's everybody so cool. encourage each other. Like, yeah. It's so sweet. I love it. Um, Alex actually sent me this thing called a virtual run. And oh, yes. It's yeah. happening in, I just want to point out. I got it from my aunt. I believe it's a Columbus, Ohio thing. Oh so gosh. I just want to plug my hometown real quick. Thank you, Seabus. Thank you, Seabus. Um, <laughs> Seabus, that's what we're called. Oh, no. Um, so it's um, so you do essentially do the run at your own time, yep. right? You pick a day and you can do the run at your own time. And that's amazing. And then you can post pictures and videos and all that on this yeah. Facebook page. And so it's almost like everybody's doing a run together. And you can donate money, and it's for a small business, which I think is really important because small businesses, a lot of them are going to go under in this time period. Um, and so it's really cool to see how we can support one another. Yeah. And it's a point of connection. So it's it's not really solely just for this business, even though they say, hey, we're a small business and we do need the money. Right. Um, they also front that, like, hey, this is just good for each other. Yeah. It gets you outside. It's real fun. Um, so I love that. I just love that. And again, like, we, this is something that's happening in Columbus, but I've shared it with people in Florida who can still participate yes. in it. And so it's just, it's crazy to me that this is, Again, like, not a good pandemic. I by no means am, you know, saying that corona is, is uh, a good thing. But I think that because of the increase in remote workers and having to self-quarantine and social distancing, we've now created such a, like, large-scale online conversation that mm -hmm. the globe is included in. And it's not just so centralized. It might be just, you know, my... Um, Ohioan focus and maybe these conversations were happening and I just wasn't paying attention to them prior to this um, but I think that this at least is bringing to light like these conversations and cool ideas that like are centered in random places like Columbus, Ohio yeah. and everyone else can and they hear about it. Yeah. yeah. They are far reaching. And something to think about, I was in line for Trader Joe's today and it, it was, it was not as crazy as you think, but there was no like frozen food yeah. or anything. Very normal for right now. Um, and 
I'm still I'm still going to work, mind you. So I'm still at work at least for the rest of this week in person at my actual physical office. And so um, social distancing hasn't necessarily happened for me just entirely yet. But I did love that in case you are still doing this, like still gathering things at the grocery store or you happen to get out and get gas or whatever. I remember I was literally standing in line and I was looking at this guy and we just kept making eye contact and smiling awkwardly and whatever. And he's like this older man. And eventually like you knew we're just both thinking the same thing like oh this is crazy yeah and he just said it eventually was like this is nuts I was like yeah it's nuts (laughs) and it's just the only time in history um that we've experienced that I've experienced so far but I want to remind you I've I've been at my pure bar studio lately and the women (laughs) they've limited our class sizes okay um the women that I was talking to that are even in their 80s have said they've never experienced something like this that is this Um, far-reaching that everyone knows about like it's it's just not they've never had anything pandemic and so what's really cool to think about is that anywhere you do go or any contact you do make with somebody this is the one time in history where every single person knows what you're talking about and we're all experiencing the same thing and technically even though that is scary Mm -hmm. it comes with a lot of opportunity that is really beautiful and so I would take advantage of it um and get to know the people around you that maybe you wouldn't have talked to otherwise. Because that guy probably would have never talked to me in the grocery store today. But today he did. Because we're both all going, we were both going through the same thing. And every mm-hmm. person in the store is going through the same thing currently. Absolutely. So very cool. I love it. Yeah. It's, I think you've watched me shift from like um, paranoid, uh, skeptic, and like confused. Like I, I'm the, I feel like to me, I feel like my role has been, like, the researcher in all of this. Yes. Like, because I am far from home, I get news about, like, Ohio, stuff that's happening in Ohio, and, like, our world in higher ed, and, uh, I don't know, maybe this is just because I'm in higher ed all the time, but I think because we're so plugged into the higher ed world, we've heard and predicted a lot of the kind of closures or things that have happened, because... It all started with the university systems, truly. Yeah, yeah, things started closing more at universities than anything else because there's such a high volume of people that are isolated in one area. And so when they started closing, we just kind of like, well, we got a front row seat to like, okay, something's about to happen. Like, if universities are just shutting down, everybody's shutting down. Yeah. Um, And so I think you've kind of watched me go from... Like, every time you walk in the door, I'll give you, like, more news about, like, Ohio closed all the restaurants and bars. Um, (laughs) When are we doing that? Like, start freaking out. And then today, I think in doing research about the resources that exist Mm -hmm. and the connections that people are making, I feel so much more hopeful. It's not – I think that gathering information is good. Like, do your research. Know what's happening. But I think, to me, it was getting to a point where, like, Haley literally left and she was like, get off of Facebook. (laughs) I did. I said, get off the Twitter news. And she said, I'm on Facebook. Thank you very much. (laughs) Um, But it literally got to the point where I was, like, I was trying to consume so much information so that I would have some semblance of, like, feeling prepared. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, we have the correct amount of toilet paper. We'd have exactly the We did not hoard. We we don't have, you know, we we have a normal, regular amount of toilet paper. And when we run out, your mom said magazines are useful. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) Thanks, Laura. Um, And so I think we, I feel prepared as far as like the amenities we have go, like food and water and stuff. But there was just this idea of like hoarding all this information and the fact that people have taken this time to enhance the work that they do and make things better has really 
I don't know, it, it gives me hope. It's like terrifying because we really don't know what's going to happen. Um, but even in my work in the Career Center, we're taking these two weeks to work on projects we never would have had time to otherwise. Yeah. Like stuff that's going to help our students succeed in the future um, that we wouldn't necessarily be able to do on a regular semester. Yeah, for sure. And we, I actually, so tonight I normally am at Bible study on Monday nights and we literally had like virtual Bible study on our messenger app and wow. we've just been like sending each other, oh, we read this and we all watched, we'd had a live stream church on Sunday and so we all watched the live stream. I was there because I had to be there for work, but um, everyone else watched it and so we're all talking about like what we gathered from it and stuff and we're just like live messaging each other. We're having Bible study, quote unquote. Um, and one person was talking about the virus and they literally said um like just or we came to all to the conclusions that like fear is just not a productive place to be yeah. and it's just not um, and I also acknowledge and not to cut you off but I also acknowledge that we are allowed to not be as fearful because we are also in a, a very privileged position yes like agree. Haley and I are not stressed about rent we're mm-hmm. not stressed about not making food the next day um, and so I definitely encourage within this conversation, also think about people that yes. aren't in those positions. And if you have the money or the resources or the food to donate or the time to donate, um, like I have a friend who's literally delivering groceries for the elderly. Yeah. Um, I had a friend who's doing that. Too. Yeah. So if you, if you have the capability to do that, yeah. definitely do that. Um, but I do agree. Like y- you can't approach this yeah. from a place of fear all the time. And even those people that are fearful, that is not a productive place for them to operate mm. either. But those who are operating in a space where you do have more privilege, like because you're in the age range that's not getting sick and you don't have any precursing conditions, then why don't you help alleviate some of their fear and alleviate some of their stress? Um, Because there are a lot of people who are out of work currently or can't stay home while their kids are home or um, their kids, maybe they get fed while they're at school and now they're not getting fed this week. And so um, I understand that there's so much fear. Um, It's still not a productive place to be and so we have to switch into a different mode of um, how do we be hopeful? How do we be hopeful? And so I think we can be hopeful by helping each other. And that's the cool thing about some of the resources that we are going to provide for you and about some of the things we've talked about is um, we can be hopeful for each other. Yeah. Yeah. I think especially as we continue, like, self-quarantining and so practicing social distancing um I think it's also really important like even though we're like physically keeping separate from one another making sure that you're still connecting with people mm-hmm. um because I think it's very easy especially like I'm thinking of my introverts and um th- this is also a, a peak time for like people with seasonal depression yes 100%. and so if you are someone who has like I, I have major depressive disorder and so a lot of times I feel this pull to like my bed and my room and I will just lock myself in and so remembering to like make contact with people I'm very fortunate that I get to live with someone who will pull me out of those those pieces um but if you are feeling that way or even if you're maybe feeling anxious and stressed just because of this I think that that's totally okay um there's plenty of Facebook groups, there are like plenty of places, even if you're talking to complete strangers, mm-hmm. that you can connect with people. Um, and I don't, I'm, I'm going to make this declarative statement and you can say absolutely not if you don't want this to happen. Um, but our Instagram is public and so our DMs are... Absolutely not. <laughs> um, and so our, our DMs are 100% open. Um, and so our Instagram is 
you, the letter, and everyone, all one word. Um, so if you're feeling anxious or stressed and you, you just want to connect with one of us, um, we'll definitely try and, and respond to people. I, I would love to connect with you all. Absolutely. Um, 100%. Yeah. Would not shoot that down, please. <laughs> Only for a joke. Yeah. Um, so do you have any parting thoughts as we kind of wrap up, like, long-distance relationships and connecting with people in this way? Um, don't – and we already just said this, but, like, don't distance yourself just because we're in the social distancing and don't distance yourself even when we're out of it. I think mm-hmm. people have a tendency – Especially because this can create really unhealthy habits with your phone and really unhealthy habits with technology. Just because we're and alcohol and alcohol. I've seen so many posts online of like, you know, like your soccer moms, right? Of like, I'm just perp. This is the perfect time. I'm gonna go lock myself in my house for 14 days and yeah. just drink a whole box. Yeah, or like you've seen the Kermit dancing and they're like, um, second day of quarantine, eighth bottle of wine, yeah. and like it's like, haha. Okay, are you okay? But also, like, <laughs> you can't drink eight bottles of wine like, for 14 days. So dang- Dangerous. Um, so this can create a lot of unhealthy habits that um, I would say make sure you don't make habits. Like do things that are still um, good for you. Like make sure you're reading. Yeah. Make sure you are maybe doing a puzzle. I <laughs> I would get like Dang, a, we need a to couple. Get a puzzle. I know. I just realized that that we should have gotten a couple puzzles. Um, there's a lot of fun card games you can do yeah. if you're not alone in your house. And um, just try, maybe there's like workout videos you could save on YouTube and do those. Yeah, and yoga so, with Adrian, totally yoga, free. Yoga, yes, do that. She's got Benji. He's a great dog. Oh, he's so freaking cute. Follow him on Instagram. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> sometimes he wears episode. yoga pants. He does. He's so good. Um, so anyway, just like make sure this isn't creating like unhealthy habits. And even yeah. that's something I would ward against even if when it's not quarantining time and you are in long distance relationships, don't let a long distance relationship or a long distance friendship or long distance whatever um keep you from being present Mm -hmm. or keep you from connecting with the people in front of you um I know that when my two of my friends Claudia and Jillian when they moved away I was so so sad and but I was okay obviously because I have Alex like she's literally my best friend so it's okay but um there's that tendency to be like well my friends moved and and I am sad and I'm just going to be upset about it and alone and whatever but um and people don't understand me and fill in the blank whatever my angstiness comes out from middle school (laughs) and really the truth is is like there's plenty of people around you who want to connect with you and so make sure you don't create unhealthy habits where you're not being present in the moment um and knowing the people that want to get to know you yeah i think uh and this is my plug as a video gamer I think that hmm. this is a great opportunity. Break out words with friends. Like, what's oh my goodness. Hop back on Facebook. What's words with friends doing? <laughs> um, my one of my best friends, Sydney, just sent me her Fortnite gamer tag. Like, get <laughs> go do some. What is it? The the floss. Go do some floss on the internet. I love it. Um, if you want to learn a TikTok dance, listen. Oh, I will judge you, but it. I will support you. I'm not on both. TikTok. I'm not. I work with middle schoolers and high schoolers, <laughs> and sometimes they're like, "Do you want to be on my TikTok?" I'm like, "What's a TikTok?" Um, but. <laughs> like a clock like really confused yeah. um no but literally buzzfeed put out an article about like 16 tiktok dances you can learn because we know you all hanging inside listen <laughs> yeah pick up that thing you've been thinking about doing but like haven't gotten the time to do knitting crocheting like all the puzzles all those things um, I think lastly, because we're running a little bit long, I know. Um, the other piece I wanted to talk about was the working from home component. Mm-hmm. So I have not, 
I've not done a lot of working from home. I've done it a couple times. Um, and I think the biggest piece of advice that I've found on the internet is you, if you can, dress up as if you're going to work or at least get out of your PJs. So even if you're not, you know, like what if you want to wear yoga pants because you're just chilling at home, maybe put on your good yoga pants. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, With a little bit of nicer shoes. (laughs) Listen. Uh, they're your brand name yoga pants, That's not the ones you got right. at Target. That's right. Uh, and so changing the way that you dress and like maybe setting up like a specific area for you to work at, if that's applicable to you. Um, I will potentially be working from home moving forward. It's really unclear. Oh, wow. Um, but that's one thing I've done to kind of keep myself sane because otherwise I will sleep until 10 a.m. and mm. I will not be as productive. Because uh, you're really the only person holding yourself accountable. Yeah. Um, so I think that I think that's a very good way to do that. Also, lastly, I just yeah. have to put this out there. I keep saying this meme that says, um, <laughs> "We did. It's a plug and meme heavy episode. Meme heavy. Um, so no, I keep saying this meme that says, uh, if this person's not texting you back, they're attached to their phone and their technology, all their technology right now. So that means they just don't want to text you back." I mean, it's kind of true. Like, right now, people are... It feels like life is on pause is what I keep hearing about. Really, why don't you take it as a reset, first of all? Yeah. Shift your mind. Um, Second of all, uh, a lot of people are looking at their phone and their laptop, and maybe if they're not responding to you, yeah, maybe they just don't want to talk. And that's okay. But we were talking about why do we keep up long-distance relationships and why do we do the effort for that? It's because there are people that, um, no matter the distance, they are still your people. And so um, if those are the people you choose to keep in contact with right now, that is okay. And um, understanding not taking some things personally, some people actually are taking this as a reset, Mm -hmm. and they just want to reset. Maybe some people don't ever get the time to pause and this is a nice time for them to do that so um don't read that meme and take it personally also um be aware that uh you do the work in times like this because you care about the people around you so i also think an additional piece to this is like don't necessarily invalidate your relationship just because you feel like it's not what other people are doing. Mm. Like, I think it's very easy to look at people who are sending letters and writing these novels of text and Skyping with each other and thinking, oh, well, my relationship isn't as strong with Susan because I'm not doing that with her. Um, But I think that one of my close friends from high school and I will literally just touch base with each other sometimes because I happen to be in in Ohio and he happens to be in Ohio. Mm -hmm. Um, And so literally anytime he hears that I'm in the state, he's like, hey, we meeting up? What's happening? Like, yeah. it, it is just, like, immediate. And we really don't talk a lot the rest of the year, um, unless it's to text about, like, Neogenesis Evangelion. Um, <laughs> but Natural. <laughs> natural. Um, but I, I think that understanding that even though you maybe don't talk all the time, that mm-hmm. that relationship is still valuable, and there's still work that happens. There it just is. might look different. Um, and I think there's even people, like, I feel like my, my stepsister uh, – I refer to her as my sister because, I mean, that's what she that's is. A, yeah, she's just uh, But my sister and I really got closer because of social media. Like, mm-hmm. she came into my life and became a part of um, my family at a time when I was an undergrad very far away. And so we would just, like, like each other's stuff. And I would keep up to date on her stuff because, oh like, I could see Instagram. And those are still super valuable relationships. They are. Send each other memes. Send each other dog photos. Yes. Yeah, it's important. It's silly, but it's a great way to keep up with people. And sometimes you haven't heard from somebody in so long, but you know it'll make them laugh. And you're hesitant, like, I don't know if I'm going to send this. They might think it's weird. Odds are they'll, <laughs> odds are they'll love it. They'll love like, it. Like, just do it. Yeah. 
So as we kind of wrap up, I do want to plug our Instagram again. So we have an Instagram now. It is you, the letter U, and everyone, um, all one word. Uh, and then we also have a website. And so yeah. what we're going to do is uh, Haley and I have created a kind of like, um, I don't know what to call it, like a, a guide, I guess, to yeah. self-quarantining and maintaining long-distance relationships. Uh, and so that'll be posted on our website. You can check that out. It has resources like museums that are doing virtual tours. So cool. Um, you can watch Fiona the Hippo. Whoop, whoop, Cincinnati. <laughs> She's a cutie. We love her. Uh, and zoos are doing virtual tours. There's resources online for cool. online learning. Um, so hopefully it'll kind of be like a one-stop shop for your quarantine needs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it'll be at bit.ly slash and everyone. All one word, all lowercase. Um, thank you all so much for listening to us. We Again, we just love talking about this kind of we stuff. We do, we do. And thank you for humoring me as I kind of just sprung this on you today. Oh, yeah, you did. And I'm all about it. Don't worry. Caffeine Heavy Alex is my friend. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank Yay, you, everybody. Thank you. Bye, everyone else.